Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to get organized and boldly pursue your wildest dreams. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hi friends, welcome back to the Hustle Stanley podcast. I am so happy that you are here. So last week's episode was all about how to be more positive. And you guys, the wild thing is I had that episode recorded prior to all of the coronavirus stuff that's happening right now. And it ended up being extremely aligned with the current events. So that being said, I actually had a different episode planned out for today today, but I took to Instagram stories and I posted a poll asking if you guys wanted an episode on how to handle major disruptions and how to be productive at home, and the response was a resounding yes, so here we are. You ask, and I do my best to try to make it happen. So next week, we will dig into how to be productive at home, but today we're going to talk about how to handle a major disruption. Before I get into that, though, I wanted to let you know that I am sending you so much love as we take on such an unsettling season. You are not alone, and I just want you to know that. If you need a community to rally around you, the gals in the Hustle Sanely Squad Facebook group have been lifting one another's spirits and offering words of wisdom and encouragement all day, every day. You are more than welcome to join us in there if you're not already a member of the group. It's totally free, and it really is just a place where people go to seek community. I don't want to talk too much about coronavirus specifically because I know that your social media feeds are probably bursting at the seams with information and probably some opinions too. And my intention with this episode is not to add to that noise. I just really want to give you some practical tips that you can carry with you in a time like this. I'm recording this episode on Sunday, March 22nd, and as of right now, all bars and restaurants are closed in Tampa, um, which is where I live, for the remainder of March. A lot of them are still doing uh, takeout, but you can't go to bars and restaurants anymore. Schools are closed until at least April 15th, and then they're going to be reassessing to see what steps to take next. I don't know what the future holds, and honestly, I don't know what is going on the day that this airs, so Tuesday. There are a lot of norms being shaken up and we're all having to learn together how to adjust to a new temporary normal. Emphasis on temporary. This is not going to be our forever, but I do think that we need to make some adjustments and kind of embrace what is going on so that we can handle it the best way possible. So let's chat about how to handle major disruptions. Before we get into the strategies and stuff, I wanted to just define what is a disruption I looked on dictionary.com, of course, and it's a disturbance or problems which interrupt an event, activity, or process. I can imagine that right now, most of your typical events have been interrupted in some way. 
workplaces are shut down, schools, gyms, restaurants, bars, all closed. I've heard that a lot of graduation ceremonies have been canceled. I was supposed to be going to the Brightside Conference in North Carolina this past weekend, but that got canceled. One of my family members' weddings got postponed five months. And even more than what's going on right now, there are other times in our lives where I'm sure we can identify disruptions. So for example, maybe a sickness causing you to miss an important meeting. Maybe your laptop crashes and that leads to a missed deadline. There are so many examples of different types of disruptions. And the one that we are going through right now, it's so major because number one, all of us are going through it together. And number two, it has to do with the health of so many people. Disruptions are just a part of life. Like I was saying, some are big and life-altering while others are small and they're easier to walk through and digest. But no matter the size of a disruption, we can choose to be held back by them or we can choose to adapt, pivot, and move forward despite them. So I came up with three things that you can do to help you navigate disruptions in a productive way. But before I dish those out, please know that if you are truly hurting in any way, this episode is not meant to be a kick you while you're down slash tell you to get over it kind of a thing. Um, The things going on right now, they're hard to cope with. The heaviness of not completely knowing or understanding all of the intricacies of what is going on, that's tough to digest. So Personally, my hope is in Jesus. I've been soaking and meditating in his word and turning to him for peace that surpasses my own understanding. And I wanted to share with you guys the verse that has been really grounding me during this time. And it's uh, John 16, 33. And it says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And while my hope is in Jesus, I am not letting fear take the wheel of my life. I've been implementing some strategies to help me handle the disruption that we are currently experiencing and I wanted to share them with you. So here are three things that you can do to handle disruptions. Number one is create adapted rhythms and routines. So chances are if you are up against a disruption, your schedule is going to be altered in some way. Instead of throwing your hands up and ditching structure altogether, I encourage you to create new routines that fit what you're currently experiencing. But be gentle with yourself as you're doing this. Use your new routine as a tool, not as a prison, like I always say. I want to take a second just to kind of chat about what rhythms, routines, and schedules are because I've really been kind of digging into the differences between them. So rhythms are repeated patterns. A routine is a sequence of actions regularly followed, and a schedule is a plan to carry out a process with events corresponding to specific times. So schedules are more rigid and are easier to follow when you're experiencing your normal, which, hello, right now, in the middle of a major disruption, you are not. So I've been leaning more into rhythms and routines rather than like a rigid schedule as I navigate the mental effects of coronavirus, which for me, I've just been, I felt a little bit kind of like mentally foggy, like 
like it's hard for me to focus on work tasks. Um, so to me, a routine is a broad outline, whereas a schedule is a rigid plan. And rhythm kind of ties it all together. It's the flow of that outline or plan. So I don't know about you, but right now I am desperately wanting a gentle routine with a peaceful rhythm in this season. A lot of us are quarantined at home right now, and it can be really tempting to stay in your PJs all day while binge watching the latest season of Love is Blind on Netflix, but I can almost guarantee that you are going to feel like garbage sooner rather than later if you do this kind of thing day in and day out. I've seen a lot of people sharing their new routines and schedules on Instagram, and obviously that makes my type A heart so happy, but not because I think we all need to abide by rigid minute-by-minute schedules right now, but because having a routine in place, it's actually good for our mental health, and it keeps us on track to reaching the goals that we've set for ourselves, even when we're experiencing a disruption. So I want to talk about why is having a routine good for our mental health. I was reading an article that I'll make sure to have linked in the show notes, and here is something that I pulled from that article. It said, it is crucial to set routines to enable yourself to get better at the things you do. Routine helps us cope with change. It helps to create healthy habits, and more importantly, it helps to reduce stress levels. When your life is organized and set in routine, you know what to expect. This takes out the guessing of what is coming, alleviating the symptoms of anxiety. When we have routine, it actively works to respond to symptoms of mental health conditions and thoughts that may be making your life difficult. And that's the end of the article. Since I work from home, my daytime schedule has not changed that much. I've worked from home for over a year now, so I'm home Monday through Friday during the day, unless I go work at like a local coffee shop or something. But since I can't go anywhere after my work hours are over, I've created a routine and a schedule so that I don't, quote, accidentally work from the moment I wake up until the moment I go to bed. Since I'm not leaving my house in the evenings or I'm not going to the gym to work out anymore, I'm always home. And so I'm I'm very tempted to just work while I'm sitting around. But I know that that's not good for my mental health. So I've actually created a list of at-home activities that I want to do when my workday is over so that I just don't end up either working until I go to sleep or just sitting on the couch watching TV after work every single day. So some of the activities on my list, I want to try a new recipe. I want to deep clean our kitchen. I actually ordered some drawer organizers from the container store and I'm so excited. Um, I want to handwrite a letter. I want to organize our personal files. I want to listen to some new podcasts. I want to spend time on the back porch reading and I also want to declutter our closets. If you go to jessicamassey.com slash free dash goods, I've created a template that you can print out to use to help you create some rhythms and a routine for this kind of weird season that we're in right now. There's a place for you to write your focus three each day and then an outline for a daily schedule where you can fill in certain times that you want to do certain types of things. So the things that I have pre-put on there for you, wake up, 
morning routine, workout, clean and tidy, focus three, go outdoors, call a loved one, creative time, and then evening routine. Again, if you go to the free goods section of my website, which will be linked in the show notes, you can download this template for free. Establishing new habits during this time and giving yourself some sort of structure is going to help you cope and stay sane. But girl, hear me out. If you want to take a day to veg out on the couch in your PJs, by all means, do it. I'm just saying don't make that your new norm. And one more thing that I wanted to mention about the new routine that you create, don't compare it to your previously normal schedule or routine. Your circumstances are different because you've experienced a disruption. So don't get upset if your productivity output is lower than it normally is. You are not accustomed to the situation that you're in, so give yourself time to adjust. Focus on creating new routines instead of lamenting over your previous ones. And that actually brings us into the second thing that you can do to help handle major disruptions. So number two is reevaluate your expectations. Hey, really quick, before we finish up this episode, I wanted to ask you for a favor. Can you please head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast? My team and I put so much work into creating it for y'all every single week, and it would mean the world to us to get your feedback. Oh, and guess what? Once a month, I choose a reviewer to send just a little thank you to. It could be a free coaching call with me, a tea from the merch shop, or a digital planner. So press pause, go leave us a raving review, and then imagine me hugging you right through your phone screen. All right, let's get back into the show. So you've experienced a major disruption, which in our case right now is coronavirus. Your first reaction is to jump ship. Maybe you don't feel like working on your dreams anymore. Maybe you don't feel like eating healthy anymore. Maybe you don't feel like getting your workout in every day anymore. Whatever you don't feel like doing right now that you normally do, I want you to ask yourself, dig a little bit deeper and ask why there is resistance to those things. Is it because they don't seem important anymore, which if that's the case, I really urge you to explore why you're pursuing it in the first place and your approach to pursuing it. So have you established kind of unhealthy work habits that have burnt you out and isolated you from your loved ones? So this major disruption has kind of put that into perspective for you. Or do you not feel like doing what you normally do because you feel like your mind is distracted by what is currently going on in your life? If you've determined that something is still important to you, but you're just feeling a little shaken up or distracted by the disruption, that's okay. Reevaluate your expectations that you've set for yourself and pay attention to your pace as you go about those things. So your pace amidst a major disruption, it's not going to be the same as when things are normal. Maybe before the disruption, your normal was to hit the gym six days a week, weightlifting, spin, hot yoga, all of it. 
Well, right now, gyms are closed, so that cannot be your expectation for yourself. You have to reevaluate your expectations. Maybe now your new expectation for this current season during a disruption is spending 10 minutes stretching in the morning, going on a 15 or 20 minute walk or a jog, and then coming home and doing a 15 to 20 minute body weight workout. There is no sense in you being upset with yourself. You'll be better off mentally if you take the time to really establish new expectations for yourself in a disruptive period. A very real example for me, I typically can write two or three podcast scripts in a day, but this one right here, it took me twice as long, you guys, like seriously, two times as long as it normally does to write one. And I know it's because my mind is a little bit clouded right now with everything that is going on. It was more challenging for me to give my full attention to the task because I was thinking about things we needed to do to prepare for the quarantine how we can help our friends and family, all of that kind of stuff. So instead of getting upset and kind of mentally beating myself up over a task that usually takes me an hour, taking me closer to two and a half, I reevaluated my expectations and I set new expectations. So instead of expecting to complete two or three scripts in one workday, I gave myself permission to just finish one. And I know that that seems silly and kind of minuscule, But that small mindset shift of giving myself permission to be okay with getting only one done, it freed me from so much guilt and overwhelm of not having hit my normal goal. So pay attention to your pace during a disruptive time and honor it. Establish new expectations based on the circumstances that are surrounding the disruption that you're currently going through. Setting new expectations, it keeps us from throwing in the towel altogether while still being gracious with ourselves as we navigate a disruption. And the third thing that you can do to help you navigate a major disruption is embrace grace and check your mindset. So this is kind of a two for one, but let's start with checking our mindset. When you're in the middle of a major disruption like coronavirus, it's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel confused. It's okay to feel anxious. However you are feeling is 100% valid. And guess what else? How other people feel, even if it's different from how you're feeling, is also 100% valid. But here's the thing. You have to take control of your thoughts before you start spiraling. My advice is to focus on what you can control during this time instead of focusing on what you can't control. When I find myself starting to feel like a little bit of panic creep up, I stop what I'm doing, like literally put it down. I take a deep breath and I say three things that I can control in that moment. So some examples, I can control how I spend my time. I can control what media, that includes social media, I consume. I can control how I respond to situations. I can control how I help others. And I can control my habits and routines. Another example of a mindset shift that you might have to make, if you're anxious about being stuck at home, especially I know if you're an extrovert or you're used to working outside of the home, that being stuck at home all day, every day, like it just might feel kind of odd and make you feel a little bit anxious. Instead of thinking of it as being, quote, 
stuck. Flip your mindset and think about how you get to be safe in your home. You know, like you have a home to stay in and be safe in. So kind of try to think about it in that way. And as far as showing grace, this goes for yourself and others. This kind of crisis calls for a significant extension of grace. Don't feel bad that you don't have the mental capacity to start a new business from your couch right now with your newfound free time just because you see people on Instagram telling you that now is the time. Use this time wisely. Start your business. Like they're right. Like it is a good time to kind of pour into that. But only if you have the mental energy and the mental capacity to do so. Maybe you need to spend some time reading or gardening or organizing your kitchen drawers like I'm going to do. Your way of coping with the disruption that is coronavirus does not have to look like anyone else's. And don't jump down someone else's throat if they don't want to start a new business or abide by a strict schedule or routine right now. Maybe their wedding or graduation ceremony got canceled. Maybe their loved one just lost their job and they're kind of going through difficult waters that you've never had to go through. Let them figure figure out a healthy way for them to cope. We don't know everything about everyone, so it's our job to love big and show grace with no bounds. Be extra patient, gentle, and gracious with yourself and with others right now. So those are three things to keep in mind when you're dealing with a major disruption. Again, they are number one, create adapted rhythms and routines. Number two, reevaluate your expectations. And number three, embrace grace and check your mindset. So I also wanted to share a few resources that I am using in this time to help keep my mindset in check. The first one, you guys, this is so cool. I saw it on like a Facebook ad or something, and I'm normally just like so annoyed by Facebook ads. Like, please, why are you showing me this garbage? But this is a good one, and it's a free online course that Yale University is offering, and it's called The Science of Well-Being. It's a course where you will engage in a series series of challenges designed to increase your own happiness and build more productive habits. I mean, hello. Obviously, I love that. Um, As preparation for these tasks, the professor reveals misconceptions about happiness, annoying features of the mind that lead us to think the way that we do, and the research that can help us change. And then it says, you will ultimately be prepared to successfully incorporate a specific wellness activity into your life. The skills you will gain are gratitude, happiness, meditation, and savoring. So I signed up for the course and I'm so excited to dig in, especially during this quarantine. I'll make sure to link the course in the show notes for y'all too. I know a few people in the Hustle Sanely Squad Facebook group, they're going through it kind of together and it's a 10 week long course and it's all online and it's free. Like how cool is that? So I'll make sure, like I said, to have that in the show notes for you guys. And then another thing that I wanted to share, there is a virtual workshop that I am a part of, and it's called the Social Distance Summit. It's a one-day virtual conference with power-packed live workshops designed to help you grow. But here's the coolest part. 100% of proceeds were giving to those who are affected by the COVID-19 crisis. So the workshop that I'm going to be doing is called Create a Schedule 
tool that allows you to peacefully pursue your dreams, aka how to hustle sanely. So it is on Thursday, March 26th, and my little window for my workshop is at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And tickets are $24.99. And like I said, you guys, every single penny that is earned is going to be given to those who are affected by the current situation. There are eight other workshops that are a part of the summit too. And I cannot wait to hang out with you guys on Thursday, March 26th. Like I said, I'll make sure to have all of the info in the show notes. So don't worry, you'll be able to find everything that you need to sign up for the workshop, hang out with me in real time so that I can teach you how to hustle sanely. I've already started working on my workshop and it's going to be super fun. I'm really excited. But that is all that I have for today's episode. I am sending you guys so much love and light right now, more than ever. And I will meet you right back here next week. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story. Tag me at JessMMassey so I can see it and even share it on my story. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, make sure to visit jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week, friend. Until then, keep hustling sanely.